Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. In our review series on Joseph so far, Joe has unpacked the journey from the promise to the purpose and has encouraged us to embrace the process, both the darkness and the light. As God says, it is good. Last week, John reminded us how many times God says that he was with Joseph in every part of his story, from the jail cell to Pharaoh's court. God has been with us too through this last year, through every difficulty and every tragedy. So today we're looking at what did we learn, we as a community, as a family and as Aaron Church. Through Genesis 37 to 50, Joseph was betrayed by his brothers, had his freedoms robbed. He was taken as into a foreign land. He was slandered by his employer. He was forgotten by those he helped. How isolating and enraging and frustrating and lonely and fearful he must have felt at times. Now, this past year, we haven't been kidnapped or sold into slavery or falsely accused of rape, but I can definitely identify with some of those feelings. I imagine that not much was recognisable for Joseph. When he first arrived in Egypt, his home had changed, the rules, expectations and culture, even the language had changed. He had gone from being the favoured son to being a slave. For us all, there has been much change and adaption in this last year, in every aspect and in every day of our lives. So what have we learned from this huge shaking up? We know that God was with Joseph every step, but it also says in chapter 39 four times that God blessed everything he did so he succeeded. Joseph had his part to play. He had to participate, show up, engage, and God blessed his actions. God blessed him and God blessed all that came into contact with him. Chapter 39 says, From the day that Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All the affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock also flourished. A lot had been taken from Joseph and a lot was out of his control. But Joseph could still choose how he showed up. A lot has been taken from us and a lot is out of our control. But we still have a choice how we show up. It matters to God, it matters to each other and it matters to you. It matters to God in the Beatitudes. It tells us that having the right attitude, even in the worst of circumstances, glorifies God. And it matters to each other because Joseph's blessings from God overflowed into all aspects of his environment. It said everything in his household and in the fields flourished. And it matters to you. How you show up every day, your attitude, your heart will totally change how you experience life. Now, I read Joseph's story knowing the ending, knowing um, that what, what's to come. But Joseph served in Potiphar's house for over a decade and he didn't know what lay ahead. He didn't know about the imprisonment or about Pharaoh's palace. But Joseph lived in the moment, humbling himself before God and his masters, working hard and receiving God's blessing. In Psalm 73, it says, no doubt about it. 
God is good. Good to good people, good to the good-hearted. But I nearly missed it, missed seeing his goodness. I was looking the other way, looking up at the people at the top, envying the wicked who have it made, who have nothing to worry about, not a care in the world. We mustn't let life pass us by one day at a time, hoping for something else in the future. We need to show up in the today. I read a blog this week by a singer called Night Birdie. And in it, she talks about God's mercies. She often reminds herself of the Israelites who were wandering in the desert for decades, praying to arrive in the promised land. But instead of an answer to that prayer, she writes, For 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out. Fire lit their path every morning. Every morning, he sent them mercy bread from heaven. I look hard for the answers for the prayers that I don't pray. I look for the mercy bread that he promises to make fresh for me each morning. The Israelites call it manna, which means, what is it? It's that same question I'm asking again and again. There's a mercy here, somewhere, but what is it? What is it? What is it? As lockdowns have been repeated and end dates have been delayed, we may have well felt frustrated that prayers aren't being answered. But this year, I believe as a church, we have learned to reposition ourselves despite circumstances, despite letdowns and despite our feelings. Let's continue to show up no matter what. Like Joseph, let's continue to be ready to learn and adapt. Like Nightbirdie says, let's continue to expect and to look for God's daily mercies. What is it today?